This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we talked about Orlando Brown briefly, Cordell, in the first segment um, regarding Lamar Jackson. And he was on ESPN and he was having a conversation um, just about his future, his time. And he also, you know, made the comments about Lamar. And so shortly thereafter, we found out that he was signed by the Cincinnati Bengals um, to be their left tackle. And then after that, after that came out, he, he had a tweet that mentioned, you know, he said, um, I'm a four-time Pro Bowl, Super Bowl winning left tackle. Put it on a, an effing shirt, right? Which was very mm. weird to me because you you did that when you were trying to get out of Baltimore, but you've been a left tackle for, for a couple of years now. I'm not really sure what you what you, why you're still feeling like you need to tell people you're a left tackle when you're clearly a left tackle and you were signed as a left tackle, but that's not here nor there. You are a left tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals, which is an upgrade for them whose offensive line definitely struggled and had many injuries uh, on their line last year. So first we, we saw, uh, you know, former Ravens tight end who eventually has moved out uh, of the division and Hayden Hurst. Uh, was a Bengal, and now it's Orlando Brown moving from Super Bowl champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs to AFC runner-up, basically, Cincinnati Bengals, which kind of, I guess, heats up that rivalry a little bit more, if you'd uh, argue. But seeing Orlando Brown back into the AFC North, it feels like it's some familiarity there. Um, You know, obviously the Ravens drafted him, so I would have to think that they know his strengths, his weaknesses pretty well. Um, how does that bode to you in terms of the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, because we know that they've been wanting to fix that offensive line, and they yeah. tried to do it last year. They got some guys in free agency, and it took a while for them to gel, which is why they struggled in the beginning of the season. And then it kind of broke apart again at the end of the season. But I do feel like that this is a good signing for them and that it solidifies at least in, in – and what we on paper it solidifies their left tackle um, issues. Yeah, I mean because Jonah Williams has been complete trash since they yeah. drafted him. Um, so it's, it's definitely an upgrade over Jonah Jonah Williams. Um, I'm kind of surprised to be honest with you that this is what ended up happening. I mean Cincinnati gives them a four year deal worth sixty four million dollars, forty including forty three and a half million guaranteed. And he also got a $31 million signing bonus, which is the highest ever for an offensive lineman. This is from a notoriously cheap organization, mind you. However, if based on based on offensive, if you look at the uh, the, the salaries of, of left tackles, it's still middle of the pack. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. His salary is, it's the yes. signing bonus. It's the yes. Money, money yes, it's the upfront yeah. money. Yeah. I, think he's, I think he's like 16th or something like that yep. in terms yep. of uh, – like yearly average. So yeah, he, yep. that that's still that's still the cheapness pouring out in the deal. Of the Bengals. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I am I'm I'm still surprised that they were willing to kind of like give him that that much just right there on the spot because that's just not 
the way that they do. But maybe that's a sign of things to come of how they're going to handle some of their deals with some of their other key players on the offensive side of the ball that I'm sure that they're going to want to keep, that they know that they're going to have to pay handsomely. Maybe this is what they decide to do in terms of, okay, let's just front load. Let's give them a lot of, you know, the, the a bigger bonuses, give them the money up front and then make it so that the cap hit each year is something manageable that we can deal with. That may yeah. be the loophole that they that they decide to go with. Whatever you can to keep quality players, whatever you can do to keep quality players on your team, I'm always for it. Yep. Um, Orlando Brown as a left tackle it has still been in question. I think that's why he still feels <laughs> the need to remind people. Some insecurities that, you know, there, you think? You know, because even you, you think about it, uh, there were report there were reports just the other day that teams were reluctant to pay him like a left tackle. I think that was part of the reason why he kind of did that promo tour and go on the ESPN <laughs> show to kind of talk his talk. But um, yeah, you know, he, it means a lot to him. No doubt. Obviously we know about his father playing in the league and the promises he's made to his father. So I get it. You know, you always want to be able to have that opportunity to be able to you know, stick it to your haters, so to speak. Yeah, All the people yeah. that said you couldn't do it and then you turn out to do it. You want to constantly remind them, or oh, some people are pettier than others. Some people are going to, you know, keep it going a little longer than some of us would. But I, I think that's what he's, I, I don't really have the biggest issue with it. Um, but like I said, I've never really looked at Orlando Brown as a premier left tackle in the league. I thought he struggled this past year uh, with the Chiefs. Um, you look at it, I mean, uh, in terms of uh, Orlando Brown and, and his block rate, I, I had saw some numbers earlier. He he had a post, he posted a pass block win rate of 91.8% this past se- uh, over the last two years with the Chiefs. That ranks 18th among mm-hmm. all offensive tackles. So he's like kind of a middle of the pack type of left tackle. He needs a lot of help at times. His, yeah. motor, his motor isn't there. He kind of shuts down when he wants to. That's one thing that I've been co-hosting with Benny Serrato all week, and that's the one thing that sticks with him. And I I, I had to agree with him on that. You see that on film. Orlando Brown, he'll kind of just – he's not a guy that always blocks to the whistle. Um, but all that said, number one, he's been he's now getting the opportunity to block for Joe Burrow after blocking for Patrick Mahomes and Lamar right. Jackson. It doesn't get yep. much better than that. Yep. But I do think – Joe Burrow's play style will help him a little more. He's a more on-time passer than Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. They get the ball out of his hands pretty quick in in Cincinnati. He wants to get it to his receivers and let them make plays after the catch. So this may be a better fit for Orlando Brown. I think you'll be able to get more good Orlando Brown in Cincinnati than, than the bad one simply because he won't have to hold up for as long, meaning he won't require as much help. Yeah, I do think that, um, you know, uh, now Joe Burrow does move around similar to, you know, like uh, a Patrick Mahomes type. He can extend the play with no, his legs, no, no, so we've no, seen no. that. But I, I do think that he would prefer um, to kind of get those those quick passes out to guys, uh, particularly like a T. Higgins. That's the, excuse me, Tyler Boyd. I, honestly, I feel like Tyler Boyd is the X factor in, in that offense because you, if Tyler you think Boyd. that you, because if you think you got both of those guys mm-hmm. taken care of, Tyler Boyd is going to eat you eat you for lunch and it's, it's not even going to be deep he's going to do short and intermediate yep. passes and that is b- beneficial for Orlando Brown because like you said he doesn't have it doesn't feel like he has to pass block as long 
as maybe a Lamar or as maybe a Patrick Mahomes, even though we know Joe, Joe Burrow has extended plays before. But um, it, it's look, we know that the left tackle position that they had was not that great and they needed to upgrade it. So this is an upgrade. Um, do we do we believe that Orlando Brown is an upgrade? Yes. Do we also think that there's a, some inconsistencies there? Yes. Well, at least I do. I can't speak for everybody, but no, I can I, speak I for myself. Um, and, the, and there's some, but look, Hey man, working in in an offense that is productive and and able to you know move the ball the way that the Bengals do, similar to what the Chiefs was able to do. Hey, you know if you're Orlando Brown, this is a a, a very sweet spot for you um, to be there. And so um, it's interesting because now now the Ravens have to play him two times a year. It seems, and again, you know we know that. There's uh, some pass rush, uh, although it did get better. I think it will get better. Let me say this. I think that the Ravens pass rush will get better. I, I can't wait for the, you know, a job. And, you know, we've also seen Oway doing some offseason work and, you know, trying to work with this, with long arming and stuff like that. So it should be fun to see how this goes for the two games against the Bengals. So Brown gets to play against his former team. You know, it, it's going to be some guys that he's not familiar with, which I wonder is an advantage on Brown or the Ravens in terms of um, play, because the Ravens know who Brown is. They can pull the film out and say, this is who Orlando Brown is. We know how to, we could potentially know how to scheme against him because we used to see him in practice every day. Do you have the guys that's going to take advantage of that in a job all in a way? I'm curious to know um, how that works. But away, we know, was one of the guys that um, they got in trade for Orlando Brown, who went as, to Kansas City on a first round draft pick. Um, and so away was the, the draft pick that they used uh, in that trade. So now we're going to find out. Was the trade worth it? Was away the guy that that was was trading Orlando Brown for the first round and getting away? Who won that deal? We're going to find out who won the deal. Was it the Ravens? Was it the Chiefs? We'll, we'll figure that out, obviously. But uh, it, it should be interesting and fun, hopefully, to a degree. Not the <laughs> same type of Hayden Hurst fun, because that was kind of weird, actually. I felt like that that, that was very one-sided. Uh, but it should be fun to see Orlando Brown uh, playing against the team that drafted him uh, as the enemy now coming into 2023. It should be fun. Adding more spiciness to the AFC. To the rivalry. You know, yep. that, that, that's all that's doing. But, yeah, uh, one of Lamar's main friends that was on the team, Orlando Brown, now back in the division on, on a rival team, the AFC North just continues to add the storylines. Yep, it should be fun. Uh, hopefully, it should be fun. And hopefully, Lamar is there to engage in the fun as well, because that is one of his good friends. So, um, I want to say thank you all for listening. It is March Madness, Cordell. It's officially it is. March Madness season. Um, so, this is a great weekend. Today is also St. Patrick's Day. So, I would think that the perfect day would be out drinking green beer, watching March Madness. That should be Sounds your good. plan for a Friday. 60 I degrees think. as well. Oh, yeah. Too, so I mean, come on perfect now. Perfect day to do it. Perfect day to do it. You can't beat it. Uh, I think that you all should go out and call out of work or take a half a day. Enjoy <laughs> the, the, the festivities of St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy the festivities that is March Madness. It's always fun. Somebody got to get upset, I hope. 
you know, within the next couple of days, because it's always best when it's like when it first happens and not like at the end. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. uh, so I am excited for it. Um, we want to thank you all for listening again. And so from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive. Mm -hmm.